guys, welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we aim to educate and inspire through telling real-life stories and by bringing you knowledgeable guests from the dance and performing arts industries. We hope that you are all super excited for Christmas. I know I sure am. Not many sleeps to go now. Congratulations to the winner of our Dream Duffel giveaway. Can you believe we have now given two incredible bags away? Thank you so much, Diva Dolly Australia, for your support. We are loving having you on board with us to sponsor the show. Make sure you head over and check out their amazing bags and accessories. They are the best. You got to give your Diva Dolly Prima Duffel bag a workout on the weekend, didn't you, Charlie? Yes, it was great using it at my concert. I am so grateful that life in Australia is returning to some level of normality. It was great game to watch you at your concert. I didn't think we were going to have one this year. Did you have fun? Yes, it was the best. I love being able to dance on stage. Hopefully lots of young dancers around the country and around the world are getting a chance to get back on stage and do what they love. We are also super excited that stage shows are returning. Congratulations to the cast of Pippin and Frozen for their efforts in getting back on stage. So great to see live stage shows returning. Make sure you get out and support the industry if if you can. It has been a tough year for them. Hopefully people around the world will soon be able to join them in doing what they love. That's for sure. And there is one show I'm dying for them to be back filming. Gee, Charlie, I don't think I could ever guess what show that would be. The next step, of course, Mum. Oh, why didn't I think of that? It's my favourite dance show. I watch it before every competition and every concert. It gets me all ready to perform. Well, today is your lucky day because we are chatting to another gorgeous guest from The Next Step. Katie Hortensio, you might know her as Lily from The Next Step, is an absolutely amazing actress and dancer. Katie started dancing at the age of four and by six she had found herself in the competition team. Katie danced competitively for years, winning numerous awards. Now she continues to train in all genres, including ballet, tap, jazz, lyrical, contemporary, hip-hop and acro. You can find her in both seasons six and seven of the next step. Please welcome Katie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Katie, you are an absolutely phenomenal dancer who is best known in Australia for your role as Lily on The Next Step. Can you take us right back to where it all began for you? You started dancing at the age of four, I believe? Uh, yeah, I started recreational dance at four and I believe I started competitive at about eight years old. And what styles did you start with? I'm pretty sure I just started with ballet. I think that was my first intro into dance altogether. You know, the baby ballet uh, didn't do too much. And then uh, it wasn't until I started at my hometown studio and I did, I think, just the basics there as well, ballet, jazz, and tap. And then I got really into it. And then as soon as I kind of started with competitive, that's when all of the styles kind of came in. And then I started acro and hip hop, lyrical, and kind of just the ball started rolling from there. Do you know what it was that first drew you to dancing? I think really I was a very energetic kid. So it was just an outlet for me to express that uh, energy and kind of put it into something productive rather than kind of running around the house. And do you remember what your first solo was? Yes, actually. My first solo was a musical theatre solo. Oh, right. Um, and I was young, yeah. And it was actually to a high school musical song. It was Sharpay's Fabulous. That was my very first solo. Is that unusual to have a musical theatre as your first solo? I was very much uh, a performer as a kid, I think. So as soon as, to me, that was the first thing to, I mean, express myself as much as possible on stage was musical theatre. So I knew, I think my studio heads knew right away that that would be a good thing to start me with to kind of let me put all in 
for my first year on stage alone. And so did you do solo and troop competitions? Yep. So I um, I started off my first, uh, I want to say maybe my first two years where I did just only did groups. And then right after that, I started doing duets. So I had um, my duet partner. We did a hip hop duet for my first couple years of dance. And then once I started solos, I started with musical theater. And then as I got older, I moved on to like open and jazz. What was your most memorable moments from the, your competition days when you were competing as a dancer? My most memorable moments would probably be the very few seconds when you come off the stage after nailing a routine. I grew up doing a lot of acros, so they were very... Uh, tough routines and it was very easy to have big mistakes in those kind of routines so I mean I think it's just the feeling of coming off the stage when you know you left it all out there and you kind of hit everything perfectly it's just that uh that moment when you walk off stage knowing that and having your team knowing that and it's just it's like an amazing feeling you almost can't even put into words at the peak of your time competing how many hours a week do you think you would have been training I would say probably 15 plus I mean it depended on what time of the year it was if it was competition season or if we were just training and then once I got into high school I was not only doing competitive dance, but as well as high school dance. So then that added an extra couple hours uh, to focus on that as well. Did you ever find it tough juggling dance training in high school? I did. I think not only having the dance training in high school, but also um, I was acting at the time. So I was auditioning for things on top of that. It got a little hectic for scheduling, but I mean, it just forced me to push even harder because any spare time I had, I knew I had to use it wisely. Did you have a passion in acting and were you training in that? So I actually started dancing first and it was my actual, uh, my love for performing that pushed me into acting. And I know some of the Next Step other people in the cast, actually Next Step was their first gig, but I had done a couple acting things prior to the Next Step. The Next Step was just happened to be something amazing because it was combining my two passions, dance and acting at the time. But I did start with dance first. Okay, so did you have an agent from a fairly young age? Yes, I think I was about, I want to say 10 or 11 when I got my first agent. And I didn't do too many big things, just a couple commercials and music videos here and there. And then next up was my first uh, big TV role. Did you have any TV roles prior to that? So I actually did a couple of different promos. So I did a couple of pilots and a lot of different commercials. I, Funny enough, my very first commercial that I ever booked was for the channel back in Canada called Family Channel. And that's where the next step actually airs. So it was kind of funny how it kind of full circled back to that for me. So coming to your role on the next step, how did you come by that role? I actually auditioned for it three times. So I would have auditioned if I think back then that would have been season four, five and six I auditioned for. Season four I and five obviously didn't make it. And I remember my season five audition was like very memorable. I, I actually fell in a tumbling pass, which is very rare for me. I'm usually that's my kind of strength there. So I, I fell in a tumbling pass and it kind of jinxed me out and I was just out of sorts that whole audition. So I remember not wanting to ever audition for the next step again. And when the season six audition came along, I remember telling my agent that I didn't want to go out for it. And I have, I've had a bad experience auditioning for that show. And she said, okay, don't worry about it. So I didn't go to the first audition. And then there was another audition that week. So it would have been like a callback. And she said, why don't you just go? They liked your headshot. Just go see what happens. So I said, okay, if you want me to, I'll go. I went in and I had a great time. It was super fun. And from there, the audition process for the next step is very much once you start going, it's like you have an audition and then they cut and then another audition that day and another one that day and then one the next day. So it happens very fast. So I didn't even realize kind of, um, it didn't hit me until it was all over and I booked the role that I actually had just booked the role for the next step. Do you think you're falling over in that tumbling pass? Was it due to nerves? Probably, yeah. I mean, funny enough, I actually 
fell because I had too much power. So I slid backwards at the end, which I think was, yeah, just me trying to go all in when I should have just kind of trusted, trusted my technique and trusted what I know. But the nerves get to everyone. I mean, I think everyone has those days. If it's uh, in an audition or on stage, I mean, nerves definitely can get the best of people. Do you get nervous going into auditions? I do get nervous. Yeah, I find the less nervous I am, the better I do. So I try to, I've gotten better at kind of calming myself down. But I I think I've always been a nervous kind of kid. Even doing tests at school, I, I was the kid to be quite nervous before then, even though I was 100% confident in that subject, or even if I was 100% confident in the routine I was going on stage with, I was always the kid to kind of get that just pre-show or, or pre-event nerves. Do you have strategies or ways to deal with those nerves? The biggest thing for me is just kind of trusting what I know. So for dance specifically, I got into routines of like, I only practice my skill three times before I go on stage, because if I did it too much, I would overthink it. And then I would think something's wrong. So I would do my skill three times and then I would not do it again until I got back on stage. I found that finding your center of like breath is so important, especially in uh, sports and activities like dance, because as soon as your breathing is on time and you're relaxed, everything is going to come back to that. So you've gone for the next step for three times and you finally get it on the third time. How did you feel when you actually started filming on that show? I was very intimidated, I think. I, I watched the show like many kids did growing up and not only did I look up to everyone who was on the show prior, but the cast that was that season six cast was people like Ryan Olay and Miles Early, people who I had looked up to um, just in the dance industry. And I remember my very first day of filming was actually a duet I had with Briar. And I remember just being so nervous to have to go in and do that to it with Briar. But it was just having to reassure myself that I had booked the role. So they, they obviously wanted me for a reason and kind of keep myself understanding, like, uh, to keep the confidence and go in there and just honestly have a good time. And that's what it ended up being at the end of the day. What was your overall experience like being a part of the next step? It was amazing. I love it. I um, wouldn't take it back for anything in the world. It really is a family and I'm sure everyone kind of says that but it you just become so close with your cast that I mean we spend so many hours a week with them for like a very crammed amount of time so they really do become like your brothers and sisters. Now we've talked to some people who were on the show right from the very beginning and they didn't realize it was going to be such a success. What was it like coming in when it was already established and when it was a really successful show? I think it almost added a little more pressure to us because it was at such a peak kind of when we came in and we wanted to keep it there. And I think the biggest kind of um, aha moment for me was just seeing how big it was, not uh, just in our own country, but all across the world. So how many fans in Australia we have, how many fans we have in the UK and just everywhere where from someone watching the show as a child, I just thought this was a small Canadian made show and until I was on it it was understanding how big it actually is and how how many worldwide fans we actually do have. Now Katie who would you say your inspirations? I always say my parents are my inspirations just because that's who pushed me through to being uh, the person I am. There's so many times where I've wanted to give up even just that one example of not going to that audition. There's there's definitely times in everything where I just feel like I could very easily just take a step back and decide not to push through. Uh, I was lucky enough to have parents that encourage me to constantly push until I can't anymore and if I didn't do that then I would not be sitting here saying I had done two seasons of such an amazing show. What is it you think that makes you feel like oh you know what I won't go and do that audition or is it a bit of self-doubt or? I think for a while I had a bit of a fear of failure Mm -hmm. and it was more of I didn't want to fail and I was scared to fail and it's honestly it's just been the last couple years where I've, I've fully understood I had to kind of understand that before I could get over that. 
it's looking at everything as now new opportunity rather than a chance to fail. And what would you say, would that have been the biggest challenge that you faced? Have there been any other challenges that you've faced? I'm still, I'm 19. I just kind of went through my uh, teen phase. So I mean, there was a little bit there where it was, I cared a little too much, I think, about what other people thought. And that was a really hard thing as like a teenage girl to kind of deal with. And I, I think a lot of teenage girls or preteens are going through that, especially with social media right now, is they everyone's trying to fit into some kind of puzzle that is not, not them. So I think it's just that idea of not having to care so much about what people think and not care so much about the image that you portray on social media or in life and rather than just kind of focus on what makes you happy and who you actually are. I think that was a little bit of an obstacle for a while and it was hard to kind of, it was easy to understand, hard to actually follow through with. So I think I'm happy with where I am now and with the understanding that I've learned and yeah, I, I'm in a happy place in terms of I, I care definitely a lot less about what people think about me and more about who I am. Now, I could imagine that there'd be a lot of teenagers out there going, look at Katie, she's beautiful, she has this role in the next step, she's an amazing dancer, amazing actress, and not believing that you would go through struggles through high school as well. Do you think that that's a struggle everyone goes through? A hundred percent. I think right now, too, with growing up in the day and age we are growing up in, it's so easy to look at social media and see other people's lives and see how good they make their lives look. And I mean, growing up in this time, that makes it even harder growing up because you're not only getting compared or you're not only comparing yourself to people around you, but now you're comparing yourself to people on social media who aren't showing their struggles and aren't showing that kind of those issues that they are going through. So, I mean, I think everyone does go through it. And I think that a lot of influencers and a lot of uh, people with social media presence are trying to push this idea of, I think, just taking away the facade of a, a perfect life. And I mean, I think it's just remembering that we all are human. And I mean, as much as the next step has amazing fans that look up to all of us, we also have amazing people in our lives that we're looking up to that are are doing better things that we want to be doing next. And I think it's always about that, like, we are, everyone's looking up to someone. Nobody's perfect as much as their life may be, uh, seem like what you want right now. Everyone's going through something. Yeah, I think it's easy to forget that everyone's facing their own challenges when they present something looking almost perfect on social media. But I think everyone's got their own problems they're going through. 100%, yeah. Now, you finished high school and you have landed this amazing role on The Next Step. Do you still continue to do dancing training and acting training to keep your skills up? Yeah, so I had just finished high school last year. So, oh, sorry, so this time last year. And I, at the time, was training five to six days a week still dance training. Or I actually ended up doing like strength and conditioning circus training. So it was just a way to keep my body really in shape. So I kept that up. And throughout the years, I was doing different terms of acting courses. So I would do like a spring term, a fall term kind of thing. And then I always have usually a couple times a month, I have a private coaching session with my acting coach just to keep, keep me on my toes. And then I actually, uh, last September, did go to uh, university and started studying business there. So I'm studying acting on the side, business at school, and then training dance. Usually whenever I know I have a job coming up. So if next step were to say they're, we're going to start filming in a couple weeks, I would get right back into my trainer. But other than that, I do keep myself relatively dancing. I, I would say maybe at least once a week I'm, I'm training some kind of dance or some kind of strength and conditioning. So you've started attending university. Why is that important to you? I think just because of, before I booked the next step and before I really saw that as a possible future, I was very determined to go to university and finish university. So in my mind, it's more something that I have to do for myself just because 
I have told myself that I, I want to do that. And in my mind, I know I can kind of balance both, at least right now. And I kind of want to push through that until I can't. So I'm going to keep doing university until I feel like I have to pick one or the other. And then once I cross that bridge, I know that school will always be there. A business course. Why that? Growing up, I like I, I was saying, I, I look up to my parents so much and my dad is in business, so I, I think that was just me looking up to him so much saying I want to be exactly like him. So it got me interested in it, and then subconsciously I actually tended to, to actually enjoy it. So now I'm now I'm in business school. What is your favorite thing about being on The Next Step? I think uh, filming. I mean, it's the best job ever. <laughs> I can wake up and dance, and I get to be on set. And it's the whole idea of just filming a TV show is so cool while you're in it. So I think it's the, the whole job itself. What is your favorite style to dance? My favorite would have to be acro. Love acro. What's your least favorite style? My least favorite, probably tap, but only because it was always my weakest style. What's your favorite acro trick? I used to love to do standing back tucks, only because... They were very impressive and I thought I could always just, that could be my one trick to pull out of my hat. My Probably my ultimate favorite one would have to be, I used to do back handsprings to a headstand. So that was always, because they looked very scary, but they were actually pretty easy to do. So that was probably one of my favorite acro tricks. What's the hardest acro trick you can do? Probably some kind of connection. So some kind of connecting tumbling pass, like front aerial, aerial, round off, back layout. Sounds impressive. (laughs) I hope I can still do that. (laughs) Is it hard coming in playing a role as a person who was from another dance studio and wasn't particularly liked at the start? It was a little tough, not while I was filming, because honestly, it was a little bit fun playing the mean character for a while, just because that, um, that isn't really my personality, so... It was fun to kind of step out of my comfort zone a little bit. They did warn me that, I mean, the person that was mean to is Briar, who plays Rochelle, and everyone knows she's a fan favorite. So that was a little intimidating at first. But I think at the end of the day, because Lily had such a great turnaround, it was totally worth it in the end. How did you feel on your first day on set of The Next Step? Very excited. I mean, my first rehearsal, because we usually do rehearsals before we do filming it's but a month before it was very scary and then going in I was very nervous I just did not know what to expect at all but then the first day of filming it you get used to it really fast that's the best way to put it do you hang out with anyone from the next step of the set yes I actually just um a couple hours ago came back from having a weekend with Shelby Bade who plays Amy uh we are very close I also got very close with Alexandra Chaves, that plays Piper, Briar as well, and then a lot of the boys. We, we would hang out a lot while we were filming. It's a little hard now. We all are kind of at, spread out across the country a little bit. So obviously, like, some of the girls are in Vancouver, and some of the boys are now have moved out to L.A., but, yeah, I've gotten close to everyone. Yeah, it's funny. Me and Shelby just left each other, so. Have you ever had any injuries? Yeah, I've had a few injuries. Acro definitely takes a toll on your body sometimes, so I have had a couple ankle injuries, as well as when I was, say, five years ago, I injured both of my hips, so they had just gone out of place, and ever since then, I never quite had the same flexibility, so it was very hard to kind of push through that because, I mean, obviously, in dance, flexibility is a key part of it, so it's just kind of understanding that just because... I couldn't do the same things anymore. It doesn't mean that I am not going to be a good dancer. Who is the funniest person on the next step? The boys are pretty funny. All the boys that we had with this season. So um, Liam Mackey and Noah they're they're funny. And actually watching back season seven, like watching back footage, Julian Lombardi, that plays Ozzy, had some really funny moments. 
that I didn't quite catch while we were filming. And then when I went back and watched them, I actually thought he was uh, did a really great job. What has been the hardest scene for you to film? I think this season, when Lily came back to the studio and she wasn't accepted right away, that was a little bit of a hard scene to film only because uh, there was a lot of emotions in it. And it was the whole, it was one scene where I think I might have felt 10 emotions. So, I mean, it was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster, not only to film, but to actually feel. So I think that was probably my most challenging one. That was episode two, I believe. If you didn't dance, what would you do? I love water sports. So I love boat sports and jet skiing and anything like that. So I probably would be somewhere on the water, maybe in Hawaii, doing boat sports. (laughs) If you could tell your younger self anything, what would you say to her? Don't worry. It all works out. Don't care so much about what people think about you. And keep pushing. What are your plans and goals for the future? Uh, I would love to keep acting. I'm trying to uh, keep doing that right now. Eventually, in a couple years, hopefully, I would love to move out to LA for a little bit and try to work in in the United States. I would love to go on tour with The Next Step. I I didn't get to do that last year, so if there's another one, I would definitely love to be a part of that and get to get to meet some of the fans for sure. And have you heard about a season eight yet? No, unfortunately, we haven't. They haven't said anything to us. I know that everyone on our end of it really wants to do it. And right now, it's, I think, just waiting on uh, whoever is going to be paying for the, the show and hoping that fans are going to keep um, asking for it as much as they can so that we can, on our end, get right into filming again. And while we've had this whole lockdown situation, what have you been busy doing? Spending a lot of time with family has been nice. I'm a very busy kid, so my the last kind of two years straight, I haven't really got time to spend with family at all. I've been very busy from living um, out of the house while I'm filming to out of the house at school so to spend the last like couple months just spending time with them has been really nice. And while you're still doing university at the moment and things are you going to be auditioning for other roles as well? Yeah I was actually grateful enough to pick a business program that allows that flexibility where I did it for a full year so far and it hasn't yet held me back from any auditions or any any necessary classes I've had to do so it's been I've been lucky enough that I could do it all. Awesome well Katie thank you so much for joining us today. No worries thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Katie, so much for joining us, and thanks to everyone for listening. Can you believe we only have one more episode before the end of Season 1? 64 amazing episodes and one more to come of what has been an absolutely crazy year. But don't worry, this isn't the end for Dance Matters podcast. Nope, we are only just beginning. Already we have so many amazing guests lined up for you in Season 2 that you won't believe it. I'm so excited to share them all with you. Make sure you catch up with all of our guests from Season 1 on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.